0: Hello everyone, welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision For You Big Book Study. My name is Rebecca F as in fellowship and I am a recovered compulsive overeater from Connecticut. Today is Friday, September 17th, 2021 and this is our 7 a.m. Eastern Time meeting. Today, we are reading from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous and we are in chapter six into action on page 84, we are going to go to the second paragraph on page 84 that begins with, this thought brings us to step 10, but we are actually reading and commenting just on the sentences that begin on the sixth line in that second paragraph on page 84 with our next function is to grow through the conclusion of the paragraph which ends with, Love and tolerance of others is our code. Today's readers are Roz G, Kathy M, Sam S, Reba P, and that's it, and Reba P. We had a little switcheroo. The share ID numbers for yesterday, Thursday, September 16, 2021 are 17,756. For the 7 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting, that's 17756, and 17757 for the 10 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting, that's 17757. OA Preamble Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. At a Vision for You big book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Roz G to read the OA 12 steps. Okay, hey, good morning is Roz G. Compulsive Overeater. The Twelve Steps of Overeaters Anonymous. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood Him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you. Thank you, Raz G. I will now ask Kathy M. to read the OA-12 tradition. Good morning. This is Kathy M. from Michigan, and I'm a Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, and films. And twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, ever, remaining, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for allowing me to serve, and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thanks, Kathy. Um, how our meeting works. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the big book, and we will be reading and commenting just on the latter part of the second paragraph on page 84, beginning on the sixth line there, with our next function is to grow through the conclusion of that paragraph, ending with love and tolerance of others is our code. I will now ask Sam M. to go ahead and read that for us.
1: Good morning, Rebecca. Thanks for leading. I'm Sam S. I'm a recovered compulsive eater. Our next function is to grow in understanding and effectiveness. This is not an overnight matter. It should continue for our lifetime. Continue to watch for selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. When these crop up, We ask God at once to remove them. We discuss them with someone immediately and make amends quickly if we have harmed anyone. Then we resolutely turn our thoughts to someone we can help. Love and tolerance of others is our code. I am really grateful that these are very simple and clear-cut directions on what to do. I tend to overcomplicate and want to reinvent the wheel because I think that I can make it better. and uh, my inventory shows that uh, I cannot make things better. Uh, I am really um, reminded while reading this um, that this uh, part of our inventory and part of our review is done daily. It has, uh, it's really clear immediately, quickly, um, resolutely. Uh, I have to make sure that I am doing this um, in real time um, that when I am feeling this and not if no um a, gave me a lot of relief. I had this idea after I did my uh, my fourth through you know fourth and fifth step and sixth and seven that um it it was horrible when I felt selfish and dishonest and fearful and um for me my uh number one. Kind of behavior is anger it's easier for me to feel angry and really judgmental um, to a lot of people and i have to watch for that and when it does i i can't just say oh it's fine i can't just try to self-rely my way out of it i've tried that it does not work um, i have to first bring god in and even if i'm bringing god in i have to discuss it with someone I have done so much inventory work where I end up saying again and again, wow, I never thought about it that way. I never thought about it that way. When I feel um, judgmental and angry, I am very rarely considering another person or the truth. And so I need another person after I ask God to remove remove these um, aspects of who I am to talk to them through in an inventory setting, not just blaming people and not just going on the, you know, column one, this is what they did to me and oh poor me, poor me. But I need to be able to see, um, see where I've got the ball rolling. Um, because the truth is that I am powerless over food. And if I'm stewing in my mind of what they did or or, you know, my version of, of the story, um, I'm powerless over food. I'm gonna go back. That obsession of the mind is going to lead me to think that food is a step up. And the other part that I love is it doesn't say, after you get off the phone doing inventory with someone, call somebody else up. (laughs) I used to love that, you know, call the whole audience, get everybody on my side, um, so that I had a a symphony of people playing violins for me. But after I discuss it with someone and make amends if I need to, um, and also discussing those amends with, with, you know, my sponsor – I then have to turn my thoughts into some type of action. How can I be helpful to someone? And I love that part. I've stopped talking about the inventory. I haven't just called ever, all of my friends up to go over a tenth step. Um, but then I can figure out what can I do. How can I be of service? Can I call someone? Can I, um, you know, maybe do a chore to help somebody out? Can I? Um, how can I be of service to to someone? And and I've I've loved that. That's kind of been the biggest um, and most surprising gift for me is um, ceasing the conversation of the inventory and then moving on to, um, what can I do today to be helpful to God and my fellows? Um, and I just, I really love this. I love that it's so clear cut. Um, I love the direction. I used to think that I could just, you know, go through it in my head, um, do it at a later point of day, but if I'm watchful of it and and I'm doing this in real time, I really have the benefit to get, um, connected to God and, and to others. And, um, just grateful for this program and to be a part a part of this fellowship. So thank you, I pass.
0: Thank you, Sam. Now, although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your sharing to every third day in order that others might share their experience too. So if you haven't shared on um, a vision for you in the past couple of days and would like to share on the latter part of the second paragraph on page eighty four, Beginning on the sixth line there with our next function is to grow through the conclusion of that paragraph ending with love and tolerance of others is our code. Please press star 1 to unmute and state your first name and last initial. I know that was a mouthful. Robin L and Ro- G-
2: Lisa B, Kelly E, Ros G, Joe J, J. K.
0: Oh, yeah. Reva P. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna ask Tina S. I'm going to ask you to hold off uh, if you haven't already said your name. So I wrote down Robin L, and then I heard like a whole bunch of names, and then I wrote Linda and Reva. So if you said your name already. Try it again, if it's not Melissa Robin, Linda, or Lisa. Melissa, Melissa B.
2: Rick Tina J. S.
0: Harlan G. Okay, Rick, J, Harlan, C. Okay. Tina S. So, what, Tina S. Here's who I have now. Robin L., Linda, Melissa, I think it was C, Lisa B., Reva P., Rick, J., Harlan G., and Tina S. Did anyone else say their name? Yes, Penny E. Penny E. Did anyone else say their name? Okay, that's G. the G. Line- oh, Roz G. That's right. Okay, that's the lineup then: Robin, Linda, Melissa, Lisa, Reba, Rick, Harlan, Tina, Penny, and Roz. Robin L. Please go ahead. Good morning. Thanks for your service,
1: Rebecca, and all of you on the line. This is Robin L. Recovered Compulsive Ever Eater
0: in North Carolina. I uh, just felt really compelled to share, um, and I hope I don't get emotional, but this is the morning after a really grueling, rigorous 10th step <clears throat> that took place kind of in chapters, like day after day, um, going deeper, going deeper, going deeper, calling fellows, turning over what I had, going deeper, And, um, you know, this morning I woke up and I can breathe. I can breathe. I can be kind and loving and tolerant. And I was shut off from that before. And this is a, I don't know, it's not easy what they're asking us to do here. Not at all easy. But I can tell you from the fresh perspective of somebody who has been relieved of this burden that I've been caring for quite a while, it is absolutely worth the trouble and the embarrassment of having to turn over what's really going on in my head because then I can access compassion, not just for the other person but for myself. And I get access to this loving God who is only grace. God is only grace for me, always giving me what I don't deserve, and I'm grateful. So with that, I'll pass. Thanks. Thanks, Ravenel. Linda, give us the first initial of your last name, and please share.
3: Was there a Linda?
0: Really?
4: Could have sworn it was
0: a Linda. <laughs> okay, maybe it was Melissa then, because I didn't think I heard Melissa. So try that.
5: Hi. Yep, you heard, Melissa. Am I able to be heard?
0: Um, Yeah, I hear you, Melissa, uh, but I think it was a little um, in and out, but give it a
6: try.
0: Okay,
5: good. If if it goes out, you know, you can just go to the next I'll let you know. Okay, thanks. Hi. Yep, I'm Melissa Seamer, recovered, compulsive overeater. I live in New York, and um, I love this paragraph, Um, you know, and um, I know we're looking at the second part of it, but the first, the very first part says, like, we're, we entered this, you know, this world of despair. And if I want to live there, I don't have to be saint which is really good news, because I'm going to get selfish, and I'm going to get honest, dishonest, and I'm going to get fearful. And when I look at what, you know, my selfishness, it's it's thinking that I know what's best. You know, it's wanting what I want. Sometimes it's because best for me in my mind, what I believe is best for me. Sometimes it's because it's what I believe is best for other people. But regardless, it's still selfish because it's thinking that my view is the view. It's putting me at the center of the universe. And, you know, what I found out is that when I'm dishonest, most of the time, or really all of the time, it's because I'm really being selfish, because I want to my view to come into fruition and I'll manipulate the truth so that I can get the outcome that I want. And basically, you know, for me, it's saying to God, get out, <laughs> stay out. Um, I got this. And, you know, and then, of course, if that's my plan, if I'm God and I'm making things happen, I can't help but to be free. Because it's too much. It's just way too much for me. It's too much... Um, power and control that I'm not capable of handling, and, and and for me, yeah, it goes right to the food. When I'm taking on stuff that's too big for a human being like me, um, I have no choice but to eat, and what I found, um, you know, this beautiful process helped me identify the truth, um, my part, and then the best, the absolute best, if I want to live in this incredible world of the spirit, I got a code. I have, I say it's like, it's my mission statement. It's my, the SOP, you know, the standard operating procedure for me, and it's love and tolerance. And if you notice, my code isn't right or wrong. It's not fair and just. It's not, you know, it's nothing but love and tolerance. And what I found out um, is that tolerance doesn't just mean, that I'm going to stomach things, like I have to tolerate this. But I actually ask that my sensitivity, because I'm overly sensitive, gets diminished so that other people and, and what they do and what they say don't get me all worked up like the same way that they used to. And when that's my truth, I'm able to be a lot more loving and a lot more accepting. And, you know, so what it looks like is... I can walk into the house. The shoes can be, like, in the hallway. And is it right or is it wrong that the kids left a mask? Well, it might be right or wrong, but it Mm -hmm. might be the most loving, tolerant thing for me to pick them up and um, go about my business. And with that, I'll pass.
2: Thanks,
0: Melissa C. Lisa B.,
6: Here I am. Thank you so much, Rebecca, for your service. My name is Lisa B. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in South Carolina. And um, this is really an amazing, powerful reading because it's the key for me um, to having permanent recovery. When I, when I do this, partner it with prayer and meditation. You know, it's a life of... Um, Well, clarity and freedom and new understanding. You see, my whole problem was I just kept digging myself in a hole and I would create these problems and I didn't know how they happened. So when I share 10 steps with another, but, you know, I have to do some preparation work before I share it with another. I need to call out to this amazing power that I've tapped into that is the solution for me, having a relationship with this power And asking because I know that I need this power. I love this power. I want to have a relationship and a union with this power. And when these things come up, I get blocked. So I ask God at once to remove these things from me. Save me from being angry. Often that prayer I use more than the sick man's prayer. You know, save me from being angry. Because that's when that veil comes down, when I get angry. And then I can't be useful And then I get clear on my fourth column, not on my column two, but my fourth column. But then the thing I've learned as I've gone on in recovery is to get clear on what I call a fifth column, my power column. What would God have me be? The way I am when I'm with God, using God's power. The fourth column is me on my power. So that's what I love to share. And oftentimes, 10 steps for me are also like praise reports. You know, let me share with you what happened. I didn't do a harm, but I see my character defects. Here they are. Boom. But let me share with you what I see that God would have me be. You know, I'm here to play the role God would have me be. And, you know, God would have me be unselfish, loving, kind, all honest, Um, you know, Humble, So I grow in understanding and effectiveness. And it's just so cool. I'm not a victim anymore. You know, sometimes I don't like what the answer is. Sometimes I don't like what the solution is. Sometimes the answer is to leave. and It's like, wait, what? I, I don't have to stay in this situation and suffer? But then there's the whole new fear of change, like now I need to leave and have new things. And sometimes it's more comfortable to stay in the old, you know, and that's a risk I take when I do these 10 steps and 11 steps. But with God on my side, just like it says in the big book, you know, when I found God, when I discovered God, I discovered myself. So it's a wonderful life. It, It really is. With that, I pass.
0: Thanks, Lisa B.
2: Reva P. Good morning, this is Riva P., Grateful, Recovered, Compulsive Overeater in Toronto. The word that always strikes me at this paragraph is continue. Um, and I didn't come here to continue. I came here to get the food in order, get my life together, get things organized, and then get on, get on with things. Um, I never expected to be in this program as long as I've been here. Um, so I love the fact that this is very straightforward. In steps one to nine, I learn a skill set, and I'm not finished. Because in step 10, I get to practice that skill set, one to nine, inclusive, and then I incorporate 11 and 12. Um, so this business has continued to persist in an activity or process, carry on I really love doing things and being finished and having an outcome Um, but this program doesn't work that way. And why do I have to continue? Because my job is to grow, um, not maintain, to grow and I've heard the analogy, it's like I'm walking up a downward escalator with this disease. I've got to keep getting one step ahead of the disease process and how do I do that? I watch, ask and turn. And I love how this step, you know, so clearly incorporates everything that we've already learned, because I watch for the selfishness, dishonesty, and fear. So that's like four, five, or four, and then ask six, seven, then make amends eight, nine, and then turn, turn. I'm already segueing right into step twelve. And what's striking me today too is how the ask is right after I've watched for and identified the selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. Because by this time, it's like six and seven come come earlier before I even share it with somebody else. Um, like the sentences are a bit flipped. Because I sometimes feel like step six becomes more important than anything else. I really sit quiet and I and I really go to God and... And uh, contemplate, am I really ready? Am I ready to have this removed? And if I'm ready, i got to take the action, um, which sometimes is not speaking up and not getting angry and, and not doing something. And sometimes it is doing something. So, um, yeah, really upping the steps six, seven. Um, otherwise, I just keep doing step tens over and over. Um, and I sometimes need to go deeper than that. So... Yeah, and I love how I turn to others um, right after and stop focusing on me and and whatever I've shared in my step 10. And uh, with that, I pass.
0: Thanks, Reva P. Okay, before Rick J. goes, let me just tell the latecomers what we're sharing on. We read the latter part of the second paragraph on page 84, beginning on the sixth line there with, Our next function is to grow through the conclusion of that paragraph, ending with love and tolerance of others is our code. Rick J., go right ahead.
7: Uh, Good morning, everybody. My name is Rick J., and I am a compulsive overeater, recovered today, uh, but not cured. And wow, wow. I I love listening to all the shares that have uh, come before me and it's hard to add a new thought to this, Um, you know, and it's so profound, you know, this is such a powerful um, action packed paragraph, my goodness, you know, and I, I think of this as the first responder step, you know, and, Uh, You know, and I'm looking at, at, uh, you know, the words, um, you know, and Sam mentioned that, you know, it's like we ask God at once, we discuss them with someone immediately, we make amends quickly, you know, this is like triage, this is like getting me reconnected, because when this is going on with me, I'm disconnected, I'm disconnected from that power, that's solving my problem. You know, I'm, I'm no longer in the world of the Spirit, I'm no longer in God's world, I'm, I'm Fully in constant Rick's world again, you know, driven by a hundred forms of fear, self-delusion, self-seeking, self-pity. You know, I step on people's toes and they retaliate. You know, and those are all my my first thoughts. A lot of times when I get embroiled up into some form of selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear, you know, I'm
8: I'm back.
7: You know, I'm back into my first thought being an old idea. Because that's what I know. And, you know, it's it's like I can connect with someone, and like has been said, you know, they can help me see what's going on with me, you know, and see what character defect is coming up. And I have this blind spot about my own character defects. And mm-hmm. thankfully, we can help each other with that. So we do. You know, and that uh, that connection, you know, that spiritual math that we hear one plus one equals three. You know, two people speaking the language of the heart. God's there. I need that. I need that power. And when we resolutely turn our thoughts to others, we can help. It can be anybody, but I have to get out of myself. And that's what gets me closer to my higher power. Because the further away from myself I get, the closer to you I feel, and the closer to God I become. You know, that's what I have to do here. And that love and tolerance of others is our code. Damn, that is a tall order for me sometimes. You know, but in my pause, when I pause throughout the day, that's my pause. Love and tolerance of others is my code. You know, I'm no longer fighting. You know, how can I be in in, uh, God's world today? How can I be in the world of the spirit? You know, as I'm going forward from this, you know. And um, just love that we can work these steps, and we can continue this spiritual transformation progress to continue to grow in understanding and effectiveness with these inventories—not just spot check inventories throughout the day, but looking at ourselves with your help and God's help. And with that, I pass. Thanks,
4: Rick J. Harlan G. Thank you very much, Rebecca. I'm Harlan G. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. I live in Scottsdale, Arizona. Yesterday, we smashed through one of the myths about step 10, one of the misconceptions. Two and ten are the most underutilized steps, as I see it, and three and four are the most misunderstood. But 10 has a lot of mystique around it that I used to mistake. And what it says very clearly is we vigorously commence this way of living as we cleaned up the past. We clean up the past in 4 through 9. So I start my sponsees with this step as soon as we take that hour of uh, quiet time in five, after 5. We do 6 and 7, which takes a minute. Then we do 8 and we start instructions on nine, and we start 10 and 11. In 10, we continue, in 11, we improve, and in 12, we practice. But when I take a look at this paragraph, the second part of it here, it's extremely important because it's got instructions here for a quick spot check inventory. It says here, continue to watch for selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. That's the fourth time the word continue is mentioned in the paragraph. What step did I use to look at selfish, dishonest, resentment, and fear? Step four, when these crop up, not if, when, because no matter how evolved my recovery gets, I will never rise above the level of a human being. When these crop up, we ask God at once to remove them. That means we don't do it at night or in the morning. I mean, we can if we need to, but we do it immediately at once to remove them. Step six and seven, we discuss them with someone immediately. doesn't say I email, doesn't say I text, doesn't say I send a smoke signal. It says I discuss it with someone immediately, step five, which means I'm picking up the phone and make amends quickly 8 and 9 if we've harmed anyone. Then we resolutely turn our thoughts to someone we can help. Step 12, love and tolerance of others is our code. In 9, we have a, on page 83, we have a reference to step 11. In 10, we have a reference to step 12. So I don't do the steps necessarily in order in the way that one might think. We do them in order, but we do them together. We do them together. There's a clear reference here to step 12 and step 10. And so this is a very, very important spot check inventory because no matter how evolved my recovery gets, I will never rise above the level of a human being. And people, places, and things are going to antagonize me. They're not going to stick to my script. And this is the quick way to diffuse the buildup of emotions that had been driving me into the food since May of 1954 when I was born. And this is God's cold shower. Amen. And And with that, I will pass. Thank you.
0: Thanks, Arlen G. Tina S.
9: Thanks so much, Rebecca. Tina S., Recovered Compulsive Eater, anorexic in Florida. Wow. Heard some really great stuff today. What a great paragraph! And, and what we read is, you know, phenomenal. You know, when I came into the rooms, I certainly, I certainly, did not want to be um, understanding and effective. You know, that was not my goal. That's not why I came here. Um, I came here so that the, the shit would quit happening and I, I could live a better life. You know, but, and, and, you know, I heard so many people talk about this is, you know, for me, this is my opinion about this, which means nothing, but for my, for myself, uh, this is not a dissertation. You know, there are specific instructions here for a quick inventory you know and, and so if i do this stuff you know i and i love that everybody talked about it that you know you know first of all you know i, I kind of find out what it is where am i selfish dishonest resentful and fearful and then at once i ask god to remove it you know because i have a tendency to say "Oh, let me talk about it first you know and um i ask god to remove it you know and then i discuss it with somebody and i make amends if i harmed anyone you know and this i i believe from what the ten steps i've taken the ten steps i've heard The last part of this is a lot of times left out. Then we resolutely turn our thoughts to someone we can help. You know, I think after I've done my own inventory, you know, I think I'm good now. I ask God. But, you know, how I get better and how, which was already shared, how I can do, how can I, what can I do better the next time? How I know that is I I start turning my thoughts to helping others. And God takes care of that for me, you know. And again, it was already shared. Love and tolerance of others is our code. Duh. You know, and I didn't come here to be loving and tolerant, you know. But today, you know, in the pause, like I already heard, I asked God to help me be, to, to be loving and tolerant. And what a gift, you know. And today I can be effect, effective. And I can be understanding all that stuff that I never came here to be. You know, but what happens is a transformation. I'm no longer that same person. I get to live free one day at a time if I do the deal, and only if I do the deal. But that will pass. Thanks.
0: Thanks, Gina F. Penny E.
10: Did you call Penny
0: E? I did, Penny E.
10: Thank
0: you. I was unmuting. Good,
10: good morning, way. good morning. This is Penny E. Uh, recovered a compulsive overeater from South Jersey. Very grateful to be able to share this morning. Such good stuff, such good stuff. You know, this book is a, is a how-to book. It, it's, it's, our, it's our inheritance. It is our inheritance. And um, it's our sponsor. It's the ultimate sponsor. Like, how am I going to do this? It's my sponsor's sponsor. You know, I, I always say if we met Bill W., if we called Bill W. and asked him to meet us at Starbucks to tell us how to do it, first he would go crazy on how much a cup of coffee was. You know, ha, ha, ha. But um, this is what he would tell us. It's real specific directions. And I have an ulterior motive here today. Why? Why do I want to do this? Because I don't want to go back to the food. I My life is incredible today even on the worst days it's incredible because i put down my head on the pillow at night and i'm abstinent and thank you god thank you god but it says continue to watch for selfishness dishonesty resentment and fear When these crop up, and what I say, that's like stepping into dog dew. When they crop up, like, I immediately know it because that stench, that stench of dog dew is horrible, and the feeling of it on my shoe, oh, my gosh. And if I don't get it off right away... I'm going to take it into a Walmart. I'm going to take it into my job. I'm going to take it all over the place. Got to get it off at once. We ask God at once. He's real specific, and and people have said this. We don't wait. We don't wait. This this is life and death. I cannot take the chance of even getting one foot closer to picking up food. I, I just can't. I don't want to. I mean, It's death to me. So at once to remove them. He uses these words at once. We discuss them with someone immediately. I mean, how much clearly can it be? Immediately. And we make amends quickly. Come on. I mean, he wants us. He's telling us do it now. And if if we've harmed anybody. Then it says we resolutely turn our thoughts. Resolutely. I looked it up. Unwavering. You know, just. Just with our minds on it, we resolutely turn our thoughts to someone we can help. What a wonderful way to live, you know. Love and tolerance of others is our code. This is the nitty-gritty of the program. You know, putting down the food is the beginning, is the beginning. So thank you for letting me share. I love you all, and have a beautiful, God-filled day.
0: Thanks, Penny E. Roz G., Okay, good morning, Uh, my name is Roz G. And I'm a recovered compulsive eater in Palmdale, California. And so um, I wanted to just share a couple of 10 steps that I've made recently, but this paragraph to me reminds me of direct instruction. Um, I I, I am a teacher by trade and I practice a, a lot of direct instruction. And this could be a bulleted point, continue. Ask God, discuss, turn my thoughts, and my way of life is love and tolerance. And it's just so pointed. It's it, there's no bones about it. This is what you do, and um, there's no feeling that is small enough that's not that's that I'm going to discount as oh no, uh, that's you know I don't need to, to do a ten step. Uh, that this is okay. Because I've learned that those feelings are going to build up if I don't get rid of them, the selfish, dishonest, resentful, and fearful feelings. And, you know, I was too prideful, you know, for many years, but I really didn't understand this process until, you know, for the past couple of years. But I did not think that little feelings inside of me were worthy of a 10th step, but they are. For instance, uh, last week I was at a, a meeting of sorts and uh, I really have attended this meeting in the past. I don't really like it um, <laughs> and there's hundreds of meetings but I had to make a tenth step about it and say, you know, I really, I don't like this particular meeting and the person on the other end of the phone said, you know, it's okay that not every meeting is for us. It's it's okay. so. I realized I really don't need to attend that meeting and and it's fine because I have plenty of others that I attend and I can love um, the people that attend that meeting. I just don't have to go there. And then the other yesterday, I was mad at myself because I lost a cup and I couldn't find my AirPods. (laughs) You know, so it's like silly stuff, but it's really not because I couldn't let the anger go. I couldn't let the, the anger go of, of, thinking, Roz, you're, you're perfect. You need to keep your stuff in line. You need to keep your stuff in order. How could you dare you lose this? But you know, I'm a human being. I'm going to lose things. I'm going to feel things. It's, it's not going to end. And yeah, they do build up inside of me. And I need to have love and tolerance for myself as a person that, well, you know, maybe i misplaced something. That's okay. But the best part about it, was that I called somebody else. I didn't say one freaking thing about myself. I asked that person about some things I knew about them and how they were doing, and I completely, thank you, let go of the silly thoughts. Maybe they weren't so silly, but I let them go. Thank you. I pass. Thanks, G. Is there someone named Linda who gave her name at the beginning and had trouble unmuting? who
3: wanted to share? Okay, well, if you unmute,
0: Linda, let me know. Um, So we have time for probably four more shares. And so if you haven't shared on A Vision for You on Wednesday or Thursday and would like to share on the part of the second paragraph on page 84 that begins on the sixth line there with, our next function is to grow through love and tolerance of others, is our code. Please press star one to unmute and state your first name and last initial. Pete
3: B.
5: Sarah
3: R. Larry G. Larry G. Sarah.
0: Lauren. In. Barbara E. I got Lauren. Okay, so I have my four Pete B, Sarah, Larry, and Lauren. Pete B, go right ahead.
8: We, we don't hear you. Sorry, ticking up those precious seconds. Thank you for taking the meeting, and thank you for calling on me. My name is Pete B. I'm a compulsive overeater, recovered today by God's grace and mercy. And I can't tell you how, how much I appreciate the the uh, how, how we how we painstakingly go over this book. And study the words and study the, the structure of the paragraphs and the sentences and refer even, even just as recently as just a couple of meetings ago, we talked about the conditional things and the promises, they materialize if, right? And and it's not up to us to replace periods with commas, right? It's not up to us to change the the, the, the order of what was of what was written. It's up to us to study. And determine what the book says, and it clearly says when these crop up, comma, we ask God to remove them. Remove them. Period. We discuss them with someone immediately and make amends quickly if we have harmed anyone. Okay, so let's 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 just let's just as an organization just agree that that's what it says. It doesn't say we discuss them with someone immediately, comma and make amends quickly if we've harmed anyone, right? So we have to recognize, if we have harmed anyone is a key element in the sentence. And we cannot harm anyone with our thoughts. We cannot harm anyone with, our, you, you know, with, with, with the fact that we have ill feelings. That can't harm anyone. We don't, get, we don't get arrested or speeding tickets for thinking about going 90 miles an hour right we, we the whole the whole paragraph is called into action not into thinking so we have to stop being afraid of our thoughts when these thoughts crop up we ask god to remove them period right we can't, this isn't a therapeutic process we ask god to remove them and if we've harmed someone we make amends we discuss this with someone and make amends quickly then we resolutely turn our thoughts to someone we can help Love and tolerance of others is our code, right? So we're not falling short. We're not underutilizing step 10 if you're in the, gro- in the line at the grocery store and think, man, I wish we could go faster. Oh, I'm being selfish. Let me get on my phone and call somebody and let them, and, and let me ask God to remove this. Let me call somebody and say, I was being selfish because I wanted the line to move faster, Right? We talk about promises here, right? The promise I, I appreciate the most is the one that comes in the doctor's opinion, which says if I don't use the substances that cause the phenomenon of craving, I can't get the, I can't, I, I can't get the phenomenon of craving. Right. It can't be brought about by my emo- by emotions. It can't be brought about by, it gets brought about by ingesting those substances. And then I have a mind which will take me back and tell me I don't have that condition. And that's why I need this process because it's going to bring me to a point where I'm going to grow in understanding and effectiveness. Understanding and effectiveness, which means I'll be put in a state of grace. I will no longer think that these, uh, these substances, which cause so much damage, are going to do anything for me other than bring about the phenomenon of craving, right? It's written in a way it's written for a reason and with that, I'll pass.
0: Thanks, Pete B. Sarah, and your initial. You're
3: next. Sarah. Sarah, we don't hear you. Star one to unmute. I'm going to go on to Larry then. Thank you. This is Larry G. from California. I hope somebody finds Sarah and Linda, Linda today. It seems like they lost. <laughs> oh, man, what a great step. Um, I, I've been working the step on and off for 40 years, and it wasn't until I came to Vision that I saw for the first time. It says, we ask God to remove these at once, Larry. We ask God to remove this these at once, and to me, it's a seven step um, and i I believe this is as Larry sees this is not as Bill sees, but I believe a seven step. I believe that all problems and solutions can be found and answered in the seven step. The seventh step is about humility, and that's the only um Principle that is the underlying principle and all of the other 11 steps I'm either living a, a God a, a God focused life or I'm living a Larry pursuit. I'm pursuing a Larry life. It's either or it's black and white and um, That's why a lot of my 10 steps in the past before I discovered that had little or no weight Um I can do all the ten steps in the world if I don't if I don't practice that impeccably. At the end of this step, if I don't go and do a seven step and ask God to remove what's objectionable, then the ten step you know is it could could be have some weight. It could not be uh, could not have weight. Um, And this step has saved my life this year. Um, There was a time where I wanted to compulsively that voice that mean voice that said, "Larry, eat." Uh, when I when I was lost um, um, and with no cell phone coverage, I finally got to a place where I could I could call somebody. I reached out, and the person said, "Let's do a ten step right now," because I wanted to eat. I was determined to eat, and I said, "I don't have pen and paper," and this person said, "I don't care. Do columns one and five. You know, what's the fear? Why? Uh, How's it affect?" Uh, where have you been selfish, dishonest, afraid, and what's the solution? And I sat with this person and went through it. And you know, whatever compulsive thought I had, whatever alcoholic thought I had, was removed. And so, those of you who are out there who haven't, you know, really utilized this ten step yet or uh, are suspicious of it, it works. Um, I, I'm proof of it. Anyway, thank you for uh, being a moderator. I pass.
0: Thanks, Larry. Uh, Sarah, are you there?
3: Star one to unmute your phone.
0: Okay, I guess not. Lauren, you can close us out. Good morning, all.
11: Lauren N. from New York. Grateful to be here and to be recovered one day at a time. Thank God. Um, Continue to watch for selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. When these creep up, we ask God at once to remove them. Wow, wow, wow. Thank God I'm able to find that I've found that part of myself, that I've found a higher power that will help me remove my resentment and my fears. I absolutely, absolutely am driven and have been driven by my fear. And it's only because of these words and this book and this little blue book, this big blue book, this huge book that I can remember that I'm not alone today, that my fears are just human fears and I can still push past them. Then we resolutely turn our thoughts to someone we can help. And love and tolerance is our code. I get to love and tolerate my frailties and my humanness And I get to remember every single day that I need to be tolerant of everyone and everything, including myself. And I thank you all for teaching me how to do this and for helping me learn how to live in today's life and to realize that I am never going to rise above being a human being and having feelings and having pain. And all I can do is push past and hope and pray for God to help me get through them. Thank you, with that I pass.
0: Thanks, Lauren. And well, with a couple minutes left on the clock, I'm gonna take the liberty of sharing. It's Rebecca F. from Connecticut. And um, you know, even though we never rise above the level of human being, I think by working these steps, I've risen above the level of being a jerk all the time. (laughs) You know, maybe sometimes, but not as much. And um, I'm thinking about how it says um, our next function is to grow in understanding and effectiveness. So when I first did my first fourth step and then fifth through nine, It was enough to keep me from eating the food, but I can't say I really understood it and was effective with it. I just went through the motions and did what I was told. And then as I continued to do them one at a time as things came up, little by little, I have grown in understanding and effectiveness. And that is how the program works, I believe that's how it worked for me. And with that, I'll call. Okay, so now, um, thank you everyone for your participation in this meeting and for the opportunity to be of service. The SHARE ID number for this meeting, Friday, September 17th, 2021, 7 a.m. Eastern time is 17762, that's 17762. Please join us for a second. Unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. Will Reva P. please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only, to the end of the page.
2: Hi, this is Reva P., Compulsive Overeater. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little.